the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. What emotions immediately come to your mind when you hear anti or anti? A positive or negative? Well, I suppose that you could have a positive response, depending on what it's talking about. But almost always, anti or anti evokes some form of negative response. Well, the news media obviously is unbelievable, unbelievably biased, and uh, I have another example of that here that I want to share with you. But first, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Monday afternoon. Welcome to our listeners in Columbus, Ohio on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, but also welcome to our listeners in the Tampa, Florida area on Faith Talk 570, 760, and 910 AM as I have the privilege of sitting in for Bill Bunkley today, while at the same time doing my program, Bob Bernie Live, in Columbus, Ohio. If you were listening earlier, I mentioned to you that Bill Bunkley, uh, my dear friend, the uh, afternoon talk show host there in Tampa, was undergoing heart surgery today at 2.30 to have a stent or stents inserted into blockages in his heart. And I promised I would report to you the minute I heard anything. Well, about five minutes ago, I received note. Bill came through the surgery well. Everything went well, and he is doing just great, is what I was just told. So he is out of surgery, in recovery. And again, I heard that all went well, uh, as expected, And he is doing great. And uh, we're hoping that Bill will be back on the air very, very soon. So uh, continue to pray for Bill Bunkley as he recovers. Praise God that they were able to do this procedure to clear up some of the blockages around his heart. I tell you, modern medicine, uh, occasionally because I am often critical of the medical community on areas like transgenderism, which I'm going to get to in just a moment, and some other areas. But I'm not anti-doctor. I'm certainly not anti-medicine. And I'm not anti-science, as long as it is real science. Uh, My goodness, I I am a type 2 diabetic. I have uh, gained an enormous uh, amount from modern medical technology advances and so forth. I I have three stents in my heart. 
had a major heart attack a few years ago. Uh, and I have no idea what would have happened were it not for medical technology. So we're, we're living in incredible times. We really are. Uh, it's just that sometimes settled science is not so settled as, well, as most of you know. I have a new hero, the uh, governor of Utah, Governor Spencer Cox. Uh, never met him. I am certain I probably never will. But why is he my hero? Well, he and the legislature of Utah have uh, signaled to the country, not just to their state, the state of Utah, but they have signaled to the country that they genuinely, truly care about the health and well-being of children. Yeah. On Saturday, Governor Spencer Cox of Utah signed a bill that bans hormone treatment and surgical procedure for minors seeking gender-affirming care. Now, here's why I said what I did about anti and how that usually triggers something negative in us. I'm reading a CNN article, okay? And it says, let me let me read verbatim. Utah Governor Spencer Cox signed a bill on Saturday that banned hormone treatment and surgical procedure for minors seeking gender-affirming care. The latest in a series of anti-trans bills involving minors that have been passed across the country. Anti-trans. That's not anti-trans, it's pro-children. And by the way, it's pro-science. I'm sure that those of you listening in Florida, I'm sure you've heard Bill pointed out, and I've pointed out repeatedly to my audience, there is no scientific proof or evidence whatsoever that transgenderism exists. No scientific evidence whatsoever. And the weird thing, the American Academy of Pediatrics opposes this law in Utah. Really? Yeah. Much. And here's the strange, bizarre, and really sad thing. The American medical community is finding itself at odds with most of the rest of the world. Now, if you go back six, seven years ago, the medical community of planet Earth said, oh, we got to help these trans kids, trans uh, adolescents, trans children. We got to get them hormone treatments, hormone therapy. Uh, And if they want it, uh, uh, surgical transition from male to female, female to male, because this is for their emotional well-being and transgenderism is a scientific fact. Well, that was kind of common knowledge, shall we say, a few years ago. That has all changed. Most of the rest of the world, the medical communities have awakened and realized, oops, uh, we really didn't have any scientific proof and evidence for that. Uh, mm, we, uh, okay, we were... Uh, 
we were a little quick on the trigger on this. Yeah, we uh, uh, we jumped to some conclusions that we probably shouldn't have. And uh, many countries have led the way in reversing themselves on hormone treatments, uh, surgery, particularly for adolescents. It is the United States of America that is way behind on this. Here in America, the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, quote, again, this is from the CNN article, agree that gender-affirming care is clinically appropriate for children and adults and can be life-saving. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services calls gender-affirming care crucial to overall health and well-being for transgender youth. There's only one problem with that. There's no real scientific evidence for any of that. And most of the rest of the world has, as I said, awakened to that, changed their policies. Uh, Great Britain certainly has. Sweden certainly has. Finland has. uh, France has. And other European countries have said, "Mm, no, we we were wrong. Here in America, not so much. But there are people like Governor Spencer Cox in Utah, who follows real science, truly cares about the health and well-being of children, and has signed a law outlawing hormone treatment, surgical procedures for minors. We're not talking about adults. We're talking about minors, children. And yet, CNN and many others call it Anti-trans. No, it's pro-children. It's like we hear, anti-abortion. No, it's pro-life. Language can be used in many different ways. Anyway, good for the state of Utah. Good for Utah Governor Spencer Cox. May his tribe Increase. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, talk about a bunch of religious nut jobs. Fanatics? My goodness! Can you imagine? I mean, I think about how crazy this is. A church in Florida. Yes. In Florida, a church in Florida is actually expecting the members of their church... Hold on. Are you ready for this? They're actually expecting the members of their church to... Believe what their church believes. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Well, that's the way First Baptist Church of Jacksonville is being portrayed. Nutso, over-the-top, fanatic. Why? Because they are expecting the members, not, not people who attend there, not visitors, people who want to be actual members of the church. They are expecting the members of the church to actually believe what the church teaches. Well, of course. But the news media is portraying them as a bunch of over-the-top, whacked-out religious fanatics. Is this new? Well, of course not. Not among Bible-believing churches. Most churches that I know of, although sadly, tragically, some don't enforce it, most Bible-believing churches have some kind of doctrinal statement or church covenant. Uh, Church that I grew up in, out in Southern California, if you wanted to be a member of the church, you read the doctrinal statement, you read the church covenant, and down at the bottom it said, I believe this, I agree, whatever, and you signed your name. You had to do that in order to become a member. That's just kind of standard practice among many Bible-believing churches. Now, many have kind of gone away from that, but what I'm trying to say is it's not unusual. First Baptist Church of Jacksonville, which I'm very, very familiar with, uh, my wife and I for years attended their annual pastor's meeting. Oh, my goodness, it was the absolute highlight of our year. Six to 7,000 pastors would uh, gather together at First Baptist Jacksonville for a wonderful week of preaching, teaching, seminars, workshops. It was just incredible. Well, they were in the spotlight. In fact, let me let me read the headline that I'm looking at. Florida Megachurch requiring members to agree to a statement affirming a biblical definition of marriage. A Florida megachurch is requiring members to sign an agreement with a statement defining marriage as a union between one man, one woman, stating that there are only two biological genders. Well, when I read this, I am saying, amen! Yes! It's about time that churches actually stood up for biblical principles that are hot topics in our culture. We should not be ambiguous as Christ followers as to what we believe about gender, sexuality, family, marriage. We should not be ambiguous. Why? Because the Bible is not ambiguous at all. First Baptist Church of Jacksonville has garnered controversy in recent days for its new statement of biblical sexuality. Well, I guess it's new because until recently, this was assumed. If you're in a Bible-believing church, you believe that marriage was between one man and one woman. It was just kind of assumed we didn't need to write it down in a statement. Well, today we do. Well, part of the statement says, and I quote, 
As a member of First Baptist Church, I believe that God created people in His image as either male or female, and that this creation is a fixed matter of human biology, not individual choice. I believe marriage is instituted by God, not government, is between one man, one woman, and is the only context for sexual desire and expression. First Baptist Senior Pastor Heath Lambert said, Church leadership had been considering such a statement for a while, believing that now was the right time to have a clear statement on these controversial issues. Our church is in a strong and stable place. We are not in conflict on these issues, and we do not want to be. So we wanted to clarify our position now. The new requirement, quote, was a decision made by our entire congregation. It had the unanimous support of our pastors and all of our lay leadership. The church approved this unanimously. That means, by definition, that our entire church stands behind this. I have heard of a few people who have said that they are leaving our church, but our church as a whole is excited about the statement and supportive of it. You know what? Now, First Baptist Church has had kind of ups and downs through the years. Um, and they went through a down period. I understand they're coming back up again. But I predict that they are going to see growth over this because they're taking a kind, gracious, but thoroughly biblical stand. And And again... Good for them. Good for them. I would suggest that more and more Bible-believing churches need to take a similar stand with kindness and grace, without pride, in complete humility. But to make it clear, this is what the Bible teaches, and this is what we believe. The pastor went on to say the primary issue is our faithfulness to the unchanging Word of God. This is a statement for the members of our church who are free to sign it or not. If people don't like our statement, they can ignore us. They can go to any other church or to no church. And then he went on to say, hey, listen, we love all people. We just don't embrace all lifestyles. Good for them. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.